Well, hello there. Time again for the Florida Roundtable. I am Melissa Fox, and this week, as always, I've got a full panel of people to talk about interesting topics like, well, nutrition, the banking industry, investments, sleep, and so much more. Let me break it down for you a little bit. We're going to talk about the banks and the feds bailing them out and how it may or may not affect you, plus investing here in Florida and some of the great golf courses down South Florida. We'll be talking about the opposite of the Almond Mom as it is National Nutrition Month. What is that? Oh, it's a TikTok trend. And we're going to talk about how you can get the best nutrition. Also, it's Sleep Awareness Month, so we'll talk briefly about how you can get some good Z's and what might be stopping you from not getting them. It's all coming up on this week's episode of the Florida Roundtable. You stay right there. I'll be right back. By now, you know exactly what a medical alert device is. So let's talk about what we offer. One of the best prices for medical alert devices in the country. If you're on a fixed income, call our special medical alert hotline right now. You'll qualify for free equipment and our best price starting at a dollar a day. That's it. You could have your loved one or yourself protected by the largest medical emergency response network in the country. If you need a medical alert system for your mom, your dad, you, or another loved one, call right now and start 24-7 protection for about a dollar a day. With no setup fees, equipment charges, or long-term contracts. You've seen the rest. Now call Stay Safe now for our best price. 800-876-5235. 800-876-5235. 800-876-5235. That's 800-876-5235. When it comes to taking care of your acreage, don't mess around. Toro zero-turn mowers cut big yards down to size in less time, so you can spend more time hunting, fishing, or just enjoying the day. Built with comfort-enhancing, productivity-boosting features like MyRide suspension that takes the ache out of acreage, massive rear-drive tires for ultimate traction, and ultra-durable iron-forged cutting decks you can rely on for years to come. Bowl through anything that dares get in your way. Toro, count on it. Visit toro.com slash zero-turn to find yours. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. The Florida Roundtable educating you again with March being National Nutrition Month. Did you know that food insecurity and meeting nutrition needs is a concern for a lot of families out there? And as I said, March is National Nutrition Month, and it's a perfect time to learn about which nutrients parents can be focusing on. With that in mind, my guest right now, Marina Chaparro. She's the perfect person to talk about this. So welcome to the Florida Roundtable. How are you? I'm so happy to be here, Melissa. And as you said, you know, millions of Americans are just one paycheck away from experiencing hunger. So, you know, the reality is that no one can thrive on an empty stomach, especially, you know, not kids. True. So I'm, I'm delighted to be here. I've partnered with Feeding, uh, Feeding America to really highlight this important issue. But most importantly, I'm here to give parents simple strategies on 
what they can do and how they can incorporate these key nutrients in everyday meals. So let's talk. We know that the first two years of life are really, really important for a baby's growth and development. And really, this sets the tone for later on. Um, and, and we also know that if we miss these nutrients, it's really hard to close the gap later on in life. So I think it's, it's really making sure that we're not missing these key nutrients and, and knowing how to incorporate, I think, is what matters most. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Got tips. You said you have tips. We're talking with Marina Chaparro. She's a pediatric dietitian and a di- diabetes educator, founder of, how do we say this, Nutrichicos? Exactly, Nutrichicos. So what are some of the tips that you have and how can parents incorporate more foods that are high in these nutrients and still stay within their budgets? Parents, listen up, because we're going to be talking about three main nutrients that I want every parent to be aware of. And we're going to briefly talk on how we can include them in everyday meals. And so the first one is iron. Iron is so important for a baby's brain. And we know that even 20% of infants 6 months to 12 months don't get enough of this nutrient. And what's the best and simplest way to introduce it is going to be through infant cereal, whether it's adding a little bit of fruit, some breast milk, some formula. Just two servings of Gerber's infant cereal provides all of a baby's iron needs. So it's huge. And similar to this, you know, if you have older kids, I love making a three-ingredient pancake. So I get this four to five infant cereal. I get some eggs. I get some bananas. Boom, boom, boom. And you're out the door and you have breakfast ready. It needs to be easy and simple. So the second one we're going to talk about is going to be vitamin D. You know, a lot of us are going to be deficient, important for immunity, for bone growth. And for kids or infants, we might want to do a supplement. So a vitamin D drops, as it's recommended by the American Academy of Pediatrics. But other foods, you know, like eggs, like tuna, like fish. And yes, we can even include canned tuna, canned salmon. Um, and lastly, let's not forget calcium. And we know that great sources of calcium are going to be yogurt. We can do a smoothie. We can do some milk. Fortified has calcium and vitamin D. And I, when my kids were young, I loved including Gerber's yogurt melts. It's great mm. as a self-feeding. You know, it does, it melts super easily in their mouth. It has real fruit, real yogurt, 10% of their calcium. Families that are looking for this, that don't have the, the finances to handle going and actually getting good food that's not just convenient from a, you know, a fast food place. How is Feeding America going to help them out, you know, with the food insecurity, as you call it? You know, you mentioned something important, and I think feeding kids can be convenient, but it can also be nutritious. So, you know, this concept that kids' nutrition needs to be perfect or all expensive, I just think nothing could be further from the truth. So, for example, just utilizing canned products, utilizing frozen products. I always have some frozen peas, some canned tuna, some canned beans. So, you know, changing the the notion around what is healthy and what is not, and you know, Feeding America is really aimed to help parents by, you know, uh, having food pantries, by helping out in meals at school. And so, again, they're committed to really bringing out the potential in kids. Now, I know a lot of our listeners are struggling with food insecurity. They're going to want more information. What can they do? Where can they go? So you can 
find uh, your local Feeding America food bank at feedingamerica.org. We've been talking with Marina Chaparro. She's a pediatric dietitian, and she is helping us out during March, the National Nutrition Month. Thank you so much for talking to us today, and we appreciate you. It was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. If your king or queen sago palms have been invaded by Asian cycad scale, it's time to fight back with organic Summit Year-Round Spray Oil. It kills Asian cycad scale and other insect pests, but Summit Year-Round Spray Oil contains no chemical toxins. Insects don't build up a resistance to this horticultural oil, so it keeps working every time you spray. Summit Year-Round Spray Oil is available at fine garden centers and at summitresponsiblesolutions.com. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, Emmy Award-winning actor, and I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts, my joints ache, and sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision, especially when you're galloping side saddle down a countryside road on a horse named Archie Bello, who seems to have only one speed, high. And pulling on his reins only seems to encourage him to go even faster. So, of course, my body hurts and my joints ache, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Oh, Archie Bello! Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. As soon as this scene wraps, I'm going to kiss the ground, thank Archie Bello for his outstanding performance, feed him a carrot, and visit brainhealth.gov. Find out how you can make the most of your brain as you age at brainhealth.gov. It's the Florida Roundtable, and as I was saying earlier in the show, National Nutrition Month, March. Let's promote some healthy thoughts about food and, uh, well, a successful, well-rounded vibe diet. Yeah, there we go. That's the words I was looking for. It's exactly the opposite, by the way, of what an almond mom is. Now, I mentioned this earlier. A TikTok trend out there showcasing negative thoughts around food that people remember their parents having. With this in mind, I've got Sarah Rame with me, and she's going to explain a little bit about what's going on. First and foremost, Sarah, welcome to the Florida Roundtable. Hi, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Sure. So uh, what is what is an almond mom? And then tell us how we're trying to reverse this trend. So an almond mom is a mom that has been heavily influenced by diet culture as as a whole. Sometimes you hear them making comments about their children's bodies or their weights, and a lot of times they're encouraging them to really restrict their food intake and kind of minimize some of those foods that, you know, are stereotypically thought to be less healthy. So when we're trying to improve our children's relationship with food, a big part of that is setting a good example. So you really want to examine what your relationship is with food and making sure that you're avoiding negative comments about your own body or about um, the foods that you're eating so that they feel free to experiment and try new things. Ah, okay. So 
um, berating our children for their body forms and stuff, not a good thing then, huh? Yeah. No, definitely not. <laughs> you know, it, it's so bad as it is on the social media with filters and all this craziness and Kids are having a hard enough time, especially girls, are having a hard time trying to measure up to what they think is real. And it's just so fake on the Internet. So often it's, you know, you have to put no filter for people to realize that this is me without a filter. (laughs) Otherwise, they're like, oh, my God, look how beautiful she is. Well, the diet culture plays into that, right? Anorexia, bulimia, all these things that are are uh, horrible diseases kids can get or force on themselves, and a lot of it because of body shaming. Um, what do we do about this, huh? What do we do, Sarah? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, social media definitely plays into it, and diet culture as a whole can certainly be very influential. And it's not to say or point fingers at any one mom in particular. This is a mindset that has been passed down from generation to generation and has been going on for decades. So it's something that's very, very pervasive. So what I would recommend is start by monitoring your language around food, encourage your um, children to try new things and to have treats. And part of the way that I explain incorporating all of these different foods into our diet um, is by looking at it on a spectrum, right? So we've got our rarely foods, our sometimes foods, and our always foods. And I'm using that language carefully because we don't want to say that any one food is good or bad. We definitely don't want to be assigning moral value to our foods because it's a slippery slope from I ate a bad food and now I'm a bad person. So if we change our mindset to be a little bit more um, inclusive of all the different foods and their nutritive value, then that can definitely be beneficial for our kids. Oh, this is so good. Now, you're a registered dietitian with Orlando Health, right? Yes. I'm a registered dietitian and certified specialist in obesity and weight management. Fantastic. So you know what's going on here. Parents' thoughts and grandparents, too. It's often handed right on down generationally, this body shaming, the almond mom dealio. How do we break that trend with the older folks who may not even realize they're doing it? Yeah, so, I mean, I would I would encourage, um, you know, parents who can kind of bridge that gap with their own parents and set some boundaries, you know, encourage them not to talk about your children's body or their body and just really monitoring their language and the way they're talking about food. And that starts with not vilifying what's on your plate. Do you believe in everything in moderation? Absolutely. I'd like to tell my clients and really all anybody who will listen that all foods fit. There is a place for everything in your diet. Um, it just depends on or it, it comes down to figuring out where and how that food fits into your diet. We've been talking with Chelsea Rame, or rather Chelsea Rame. I'm sorry. Let me just try that real quick. <laughs> We've been talking with Sarah Rame. She is with Orlando Health, a registered dietitian, and she's telling you don't shame your kids about their bodies. Go easy on the diets. Do the right things. Is that it? Is that is that what I got out of this? Is good? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, encourage your kids to try new things and to feel good about themselves and remind them that they don't need to 
look a certain way or be a certain weight to be successful because I can promise you that the least interesting thing about you is your weight. Ah, fantastic. Thank you, Sarah, for enlightening our day. Appreciate you during National Nutrition Month. Got got an advisor with me today on the Florida Roundtable, Michael Gold. Going to touch a little bit on the banking situation that's affecting the feds. And then we're going to talk a little bit about investment and portfolio advisors, because that's what he does. And Floridians, you might be looking to invest in the market, or you might be scared as heck. But we'll figure that out in the next few minutes here. Michael Gold, welcome to the Florida Roundtable. How are you today? Good morning. I'm doing great. Considering the economic environment, we're doing well. Ah, perfect. So as I mentioned in the opening, the bank situation with Silicon Valley, et cetera, uh, how does that dribble down to the little folks like you and me? So everybody is paying attention now to where their cash deposits are. And the FDIC's insurance of all deposits at the, the banks with issues, the Signature Bank New York, the Silicon, Van, Silicon Valley Bank, and Federal Republic, have all bled through to the small community and regional banks. We all know that the systematically important banks, Bank of America, Goldman Sachs, Citigroup, are generally backed by the government in a worst-case scenario, but now people are questioning what to do with their small and mid-sized banks. And the FDIC coming in and insuring all deposits at Silicon Valley makes people wholly more comfortable that their assets at smaller community banks are also safe. So this is sort of a bargaining chip to keep people from yanking their money out and going crazy and having that big crash that we had almost 100 years ago? Absolutely. And a bank run is the worst thing that could happen, and the FDIC is trying to prevent just that, to make people comfortable with their deposits. And I want to be clear, this this is a bailout of depositors. And that word is being bandied about now by everybody. They are not bailing out the investors. If you own Silicon Valley Bank stock, if you own Federal Republic stock, your stock is down. The government is not helping your stock, your bond holdings. They are helping the depositors, which are the the little people in this situation, are the ones being helped. Ah, perfect. We're talking with Michael Gold. And you work with, um, who do you work with here? I got a little update this morning. Is it Bur- um, Vermont? Do you Vermont work- Gold Wealth Advisory at Raymond James. Oh. My business partner and I have been together about 20 years, and we clear our business through Raymond James. Fantastic. Now, we have a lot of people moving down here from the Northeast. And What kind of investment strategies would you recommend for those people looking to take advantage of the increased demand and value of residential real estate here in our popular market? Good luck. <laughs> exactly. The most interesting part about it, and, and there is a positive way to say it, that the only people moving down here have money. Hmm. The amount of transactions we're seeing in all cash basis is incredible. So it, if you're looking to sell your home, the problem is you have nowhere to move in South Florida. If you're looking to buy for a first time, the interesting part is the New Yorkers, the Chicagoans, mm-hmm. the Californians, they all view this as good relative value. So just now are we becoming as expensive per square foot compared to places in the Northeast or the Midwest. So we have been a relative good value. And if they're avoiding taxes on what their extraordinary income was in the Northeast, moving down here, paying less per square foot for a unit, but you get sunshine 270 days a year and a little bit of rain and guaranteed no snow, it's a good deal. Ah, 
So how do you balance your risk and reward here in the investment strategies that you have, especially today when it's real volatile in our market every day, up, down, up, down, but that is the market, right? So how do we do this? How do we do it? Perfect question. Good and bad. The volatility is much on the equity side. What the rise in interest rates over the past year and a half has done if you can remember all the way back to December 2021, I mean, not, not a year and a half ago, interest rates were zero or half of 1%. If your money was anywhere, you weren't getting paid. Fast forward to today or last week. The last week, the six-month treasury was at five and a quarter percent. So we've gone from a low and no interest rate period to having a real return on your money for being conservative. So that's allowed us to have a whole different conversation with our clients on what an appropriate assessment of risk is and where to invest appropriately. So you can be more conservative today, get cash flow, and not see the volatility that you normally would in an equity portfolio. So it's, it's changed the conversations dramatically over the past six months for everybody from the earners in their 30s to, you know, retired people who don't have the ability to replace capital. It's given them stability and income in an environment where stability is highly valued. We're talking with Michael Gold from Vermont Gold Wealth Advisory of the prestigious Raymond James. Now, I understand that uh, you like a little golfing. You have some links down there in South Florida that you like. Why? Why? Tell us about your favorite spots down there, won't you? Golf for me is an individual sport that you get to play with friends. So it's incredibly meditative, and it's you versus the ball. So I love the individuality of the sport, but I also like spending time with great people. Uh, home course is the Biltmore and right next door, Riviera Country Club. So I've got two courses designed by the same person, a little bit different styles, because you've got a much broader footprint at the Biltmore and a similar style golf course next door, Riviera. So those are the two that I frequent the most. And you've got innumerable courses in South Florida. I love golfing in Naples. The Ritz-Carlton in Naples has a course called Tiburon. I think it is the epitome of Florida golf. You've got marshes on grounds. You've got the slash pines. It's just a beautiful scene of what I envision as old Florida looked like, but you also get to play golf while being there. Ah, fantastic. One last investment question. Have you seen any recent trends or changes in the landscape here Floridians might want to be aware of? Well, I think not that conservatism is the standpoint, but I think you need to look at overall where investments are appropriate and what industries will not be struck by the general volatility out there. Banking, obviously, in the past week is somewhere that you can look for opportunity today, considering some of the best capitalized banks are down 10, 15, 20 percent. Not even talking about individual names. I'd look for regional banks you think are in regions where the demographics are burgeoning. So if you look at there are Florida based banks that were down the same rate as regional banks in the Northeast this week. Thank you for joining me today on the Florida Roundtable. I appreciate you. Have a great day. Thank you very much.
Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Could you use monthly payments to help meet basic needs, like putting food on the table, paying the rent, or buying new shoes for growing feet? Find out about Supplemental Security Income. You may qualify if your income and financial resources are low and you are 65 or older, or an adult or child with a disability or who is blind. Call 1-800-772-1213 or go to ssa.gov SSI. Produced by Social Security at U.S. taxpayer expense. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata. Growing up with a brother with autism, Sarah Crump witnessed firsthand how kids with disabilities felt left out by their peers. It's why at the age of 15, Sarah approached her cheerleading coach with an idea to include girls with disabilities on her school's cheer team. Well, what started out as an inclusive high school cheer team in a small town in Iowa has led to what is now known as Sparkle Effect, a thriving nonprofit with over 180 cheer teams across the United States, bringing students with and without disabilities together through cheerleading. The result? More confidence, higher grades, and better school attendance for kids with disabilities. And for those without a disability, new friends and a greater empathy. You want to learn more? Well, visit disabilitycampaign.org, where we have posted a link to the fabulous work known as The Sparkle Effect. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. Imagine. Imagine being denied an apartment because of your religion, or your race, or because you have children, or a disability. It's so wrong. Yes, but who has the power to stop this? You do. Each of us has the power. The law is on your side. It's illegal for landlords to discriminate because of race, color, religion, sex, national origin, disability, or familial status. If you suspect that you have experienced housing discrimination, File a complaint with HUD immediately so we can investigate it. Fair housing is your right. Use it. To learn more, visit HUD.gov slash fair housing. That's HUD.gov slash fair housing. Or call 1-800-669-9777. 1-800-669-9777. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. 
All right. <laughs> the Florida Roundtable in the past few years have really taken a toll on our nation's young people. COVID-19 pandemic affected social and academic progress of many students, and a rising number of teens are really struggling with their mental health. In fact, the CDC reported that 44% of high school students have felt persistently sad or even hopeless during the last year. With that in mind, maybe they could use a mentor, someone to talk to, you know? Let's bring in Tim Willis. He's the Chief Impact Officer at Mentor, and he is going to discuss a lot with us today. Who mentored you is the study. Welcome, Tim Wills. How are you? I'm doing good. So good to be with you today, Melissa. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear that you are with us and that you guys are looking into this situation because I have said that the COVID pandemic and shutting kids down into their homes and making them wear masks and lack of contact with other kids, it's really hurting them. So you you guys did this study and uh, it's called Who Mentored You? And what does it tell us? What's going on out there? Yeah, this study was really a look at like the multi-generational experience of Americans when it came um, to mentoring. Uh, So we looked from our baby boomers to today's Gen Z young adults. And one of the things we found, which is the good news, is that um, mentoring is happening more often for young people today at any time in history. So more than half of baby boomers reported having a mentor growing up compared to nearly 7 in 10 millennials reported that. So that's really great progress. On the other hand, what we found is that our current Gen Z generation, this youngest generation, um, is actually less likely than the millennial generation just um, before them to have a mentor. So there's some work to still do. Um, it's not, you know, totally because of COVID, but COVID, like it did in so many pieces of kids' lives, just accelerated some already downward trends. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out why this unmet mentoring is going on. Um, how are the young people dealing with that? The ones, of course, that need it the most, are they finding any other organizations or is it just uh, good luck, kid? Yeah, I think we're seeing with this youngest generation, they're facing a whole host of challenges and childhood traumas, right? Uh, not just because of COVID-19, but just because of the state that we're living right now, Um for, for this generation, they're feeling disconnected. They're feeling isolated. Uh, as you mentioned, they're feeling persistently sad and hopelessness. Uh, but there's better days ahead for them, right? And, and uh, mentors and adults can play a really important part in their lives so that they don't feel isolated. And just having one person in their corner um, can make all the difference for for you all throughout the state of Florida. Oh, I agree. Now, earlier um, in the, actually in the end of January, which was National Mentoring Month, I spoke with some folks out of Miami with the Big Brothers and Big Sisters, and they are just crazy about mentorship. And they say that it, it's so important in a young person's life. What kind of training and resources uh, would people who are interested in mentoring through you guys, uh, how, how, what do we need? What do we have to do? Are we just, you know, regular guys sign on up? Yeah, so mentor, we're the unifying champion for the quality and quantity of mentoring um, all across the country. We do that in collaboration with affiliates. We have an affiliate there in the state of Florida. Um, But for mentoring programs, we provide free resources, training, and technical assistance through what we call the National Mentoring Resource Center. And for adults who are interested in becoming a mentor, 
um, they can visit our website at mentoring.org. Uh, look for Becoming a Better Mentor. It's really a 12-part series that really helps um, individuals understand how they can provide a quality mentoring relationship that helps elevate young people all over the state of Florida, um, but also gives them the opportunity to understand that being a mentor really isn't a heavy lift. It's not hard to do. And in fact, many folks are mentors in kids' lives every single day. You just may not even realize it. Well, if you can't realize it, but you're doing it. Give us an example of what we would consider mentoring a child. Yes, yeah, so, uh, one of the things we talk about is that there's everyday mentors in young people's lives. So, you know, you may not realize that as the barber or the beautician that you're having an impact in young people's lives and helping to support them and be there um, for them when they need it. Uh, we want to make sure that every single young person across the state of Florida has somebody that they know believes in them, is there for their well-being, supports their, their mental well, um, well-being as well, and is championing their success. Folks, you do that every single day, and you may not even realize it. And so um, becoming a better mentor on our website just gives you the framework to better understand your place for young people all over this great state of Florida. We're talking with Tim Wills, Chief Impact Officer of Mentor, a nonprofit, and we are showing you how close the mentoring gap, and we've got to close it, close the mentoring gap here. Because, frankly, like you just said, Tim, when they, every every day, uh, when I, I talk to a kid and I say, yeah, I'm in radio, and their eyes light up for just a second, in my book, that's mentoring. When they ask that question, when yeah. they're sparked, you see it. That's mentoring. And if you have that, you know, if you have that gift, then that's awesome. And you can mentor children. But what if you're, you know, not the greatest fit or you've got a really gruff personality? Uh, How do do you fit that into helping a child? Yeah, I would encourage folks to reach out to our affiliate in Florida and figure out what their best fit is to engage in a mentoring uh, program or relationship for young people. Um, It's just really important that the young people in our society today know that there are adults that care for them, believe in them, and will champion them. But we also know that young people who have a quality, vetted mentor in their life do better. Um, And they credit almost 50% of their success uh, to the mentor they had in their life. And so it's really our opportunity to close this mentoring gap so that one in three young people uh, in our country and grow up with, um, who are growing up without a mentor can have a mentor in their life. Now, Tim, I was reading a little bit about you, and you're quite an interesting guy. You have actually fostered over <laughs> 20 children as a single foster parent? I have. And, you know, I think, you know, what's so important about my foster care journey is that, you know, not just this Gen Z group that faces a lot of traumas. Uh, our kids in foster care, our young people in rural communities, Uh, also face um, an uphill battle and having caring adults in their lives matter. Um, And so if if you have the opportunity to foster young people, do so. If you have the opportunity to mentor a young person in the rural parts of Florida, we encourage you to do so as well. All hands on deck are needed to help young people all over this state today. Tell me what it was like to be involved with the Boys and Girls Clubs. Yeah, so Boys and Girls Clubs was an incredible experience because every single day young people had a place and a space to come to that was safe with caring adult mentors 
who believed in them and really created opportunities for them to explore the world outside of the neighborhood in which they live in. At Mentor, for instance, every day we're pushing to make sure that young people's opportunities that exist in this country meets the, the endless potential that they have. And so mentors are propping young people up each and every day so that they're one step closer to grabbing hold of the opportunities that exist all over the state of Florida for them that matches their potential right there in their community. So uh, we're talking with Tim Wills. Wills, he is the chief impact officer of Mentor. And I know our listeners are going to want a lot more information. And also, some of them might actually want to find a mentoring opportunity. Can you direct them in the right direction, please? Absolutely. So visiting our mentor uh, website, which is mentoring.org, there's a tool on there um, where folks can find a mentoring program in their neighborhood. Just click the button uh, to become a mentor, enter your zip code, and you'll see all of the mentoring programs right there in your community. Choose the one that works best for you. Uh, There's hundreds and thousands of programs in that system. Uh, They're all vetted. They go through a process to be a part of our, our national database. Um, but we encourage you to reach out to them each, find the one that um, best matches with your interests. Thank you so much. Tim Wills, make sure you go out there and find a, find a situation that, that works. Our youth are very, very important to mentors, mentorship. It's actually very enlightening, and it's, it fills my heart. Let's just put it that way. Tim, thank you so much for joining us today and for Mentor Program. Thank you so much, Melissa, for having me. You got it. You're listening to the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. I didn't think it was possible for me to be an alcoholic. I was 24 with a good career. I thought I was too smart and that alcoholism only happened to middle-aged men and celebrities. I thought something else was making me sick, shaky, and afraid to face people. Then I found AA and discovered it wasn't something else. It was alcohol. AA helped me find a new life. Visit aa.org for more information and download the Meeting Guide app to find a meeting near you. No one in AA said to me, why would a nice young girl with such a great future drink so much? They told me about themselves and I found out that there were a lot of other people who were just like me. They drank only because the desire to drink was stronger than anything else. They didn't say to me, if only you'd do this, you wouldn't drink. In AA, they said, welcome, come in and sit down. We know how you feel. Visit aa.org for more information and download the Meeting Guide app to find a meeting near you. Everyone can help keep our roads safe. When I'm driving my truck, I'll remember to check my mirrors for smaller vehicles. And when you're on the road, try to avoid lingering in my blind spots. Let's all plan to share the road safely. Visit www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. David was in big trouble with the IRS. At first, I didn't owe that much, but after this year, it was out of control. Then David called Get a Tax Lawyer. Right away, they were like, oh yeah, looks like you're qualified to save Get a Tax Lawyer went to work. (laughs) Should have called way sooner. Get a Tax Lawyer has helped thousands like David fight the IRS and get a fresh start. Call 800-786-9014. That's 800-786-9014. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? 
we can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. The wind in your hair, the sun on your face. There's nothing like experiencing Florida's waterways on a personal watercraft. Knowing how your PWC operates will keep you safe on the water. Remember, PWCs need thrust to change direction, so use a controlled amount of throttle to turn. Know your limits, never ride recklessly, and always wear your life jacket. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. Drugs and alcohol have real effects on your ability to drive. In fact, last year more than 800 people died in impaired driving crashes in Florida. DUIs are costly and you will lose your license. You may even face jail time. DUIs will stay on your record for 75 years. Driving while impaired has real consequences. Impairment is no illusion. Never drive impaired. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. The Florida Roundtable always bringing you information that you can use. National Nutrition Month is here. A lot of different things that they assign to the month of March. As you already know, we talked about sleep. Now we're going to talk about nutrition, good nutrition. It's essential for a healthy lifestyle and the importance of healthy eating. I cannot tell you enough, but March is here for you to talk about. That's when the health experts come out, like my guest. Oh, boy. She's Dr. Amber Stevens, a family medicine physician with Optum Florida. And welcome to the Florida Roundtable. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Heck, yeah. No problem. So uh, tell us a little bit about items that I should be limiting from my diet completely. Oh, well, I am not a fan of total elimination of anything because that makes us binge on the other end. Oh. But if we want to pick our battles, I usually tell people incorporate whole food nutrition, real food, things that came from the ground or had a mother, less than five ingredients. Uh, that way we're limiting our processed foods, which will in turn then eliminate excess sodium or excess salt in the diet, as well as reducing the amount of added sugars that we're consuming on a daily basis. I usually recommend um, eating real food, so oh. avoiding excess processed foods oh. is probably what we were I remember. There. You said if it has a mother, was that we should eat it or not? Yes, eat it. If it oh, came okay. from the ground or had a mother, let's Okay, so eat it. we just lost half of the vegan audience. Sorry, you know, but yeah, it's Sorry. healthier. Sorry, you your can. processed food. You can go lick bark if you want, but it's not going to fulfill you or provide the nutrients that you need, people. All right, let's talk about <laughs> some guidelines that we can actually uh, put in place that will help me and others make healthy food choices. All right, so I usually recommend, as stated, um, Picking foods that are less uh, processed, less uh, added ingredients. So shop the outside of your grocery store, the produce department. Um, we talked about the meat, the eggs, um, even the dairy aisle. Things that are maybe going to have a little bit of a shorter shelf life so that we're getting less additives. Um, but that being said, the freezer aisle is fantastic when it comes to vegetables. Uh, and for a lot of people, that's much more affordable and prevents food loss. And 
making sure we're eating, you know, I usually recommend three meals a day, trying to limit snacks, making sure you're hydrated and have every meal be centered around a good source of protein. Well, it sounds and, you know, good. I know I, <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, it does sound good. Uh, let's say the, you know, we talked about, you know, the protein with the chicken fish, the mm-hmm. pork, beef, eggs. But if, say, you are vegan or you're vegetarian and those aren't reasonable options for you, um, legumes, your black beans, chickpeas, uh, soy, those are all great sources of protein and can still fit the bill as they came from the ground. Ah, okay. So how do I actually get started? I know I need to do this, but getting started, I mean, today I got a lunch. They brought in subs and chicken wings. That's no bueno. How do I do it? How do I do it? Come on, you tell me, Dr. Amber. (laughs) (laughs) So what I would say is start with moderation. Um, you're not going to be able to go from zero to 60. None of us are capable of that. And, and I think the goal is progress, not perfection. So if, you know, you're used to having meals brought in or meal, you're getting takeout every day during the week, maybe try to pack a lunch a couple days a week. Um, so you're picking and choosing when you're having those excesses and if you do have one thing for lunch that maybe is a little bit more of excess then focus in for dinner on having more going back to that whole food nutrition. So it's, it's more about what are you doing 80% of the time as opposed to are you on your game 100% of the time. Perfect. You know, pro nu- uh, poor nutrition folks can contribute to a lot of costly conditions. Of course, obesity, heart disease, and even some cancers. We got to get this healthy eating stuff in play. We're talking right now with Dr. Amber Stevens. She's a family medicine physician with Optum Florida. Where can we go for more information, doctor? So the FDA has the MyPlate plan, which is easy to access, and you can even create a, uh, a guideline specifically for you uh, or whoever's listening. CDC has some wonderful options. And then um, the Dietary Guidelines for Americans is available And then talk to your doctor, uh, ask to speak to a nutritionist if you want a little more extra help. Um, They can often create meal plans for you that fit your needs and your goals. Perfect. There you go, folks. So March is National Nutrition Month. Let's get started. Take it slow. Baby steps. Thank you, Dr. Amber Stevens, for joining us today and helping us get healthy on the Florida Roundtable. Absolutely. Could you use monthly payments to help meet basic needs, like putting food on the table, paying the rent, or buying new shoes for growing feet? Find out about Supplemental Security Income. You may qualify if your income and financial resources are low and you are 65 or older, or an adult or child with a disability or who is blind. Call 1-800-772-1213 or go to ssa.gov SSI. Produced by Social Security at U.S. taxpayer expense. Healthcare.gov is here for you when life happens. If you lost your health coverage because of turning 26, going off Medicaid, leaving your job, or moving, you could be eligible to enroll in new coverage now. And if you need to update your coverage because of marriage or having a baby, you could also be eligible. But don't wait. There's a limited time to enroll. Check your eligibility at healthcare.gov today. Life happens. Get covered. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Hey, listen, are you a 50-year-old person looking for term life insurance? Then you need to talk to Bob. 
Bob specializes in helping people find a million dollars or more of term life insurance for a couple of hundred bucks a month. Look, you need to know there's a price war in the term life insurance business and you may be paying too much. Call Bob and he'll shop and see how much money he can save you. Look, this could be the last term life insurance policy you ever have. Your rates are guaranteed for the next 20 years. That's right, guaranteed level rates for the next 20 years. And if you're a smoker or your health is not perfect, Bob has great rates for you too. So for a million dollars of term life insurance coverage for a couple of hundred bucks a month, Call Bob right now. 800-890-5049. 800-890-5049. That's 800-890-5049. Paid for by Term Direct. Shortness of breath. Patients confused. Temp 102. He just had an infection. What's going on? It's becoming septic. Antibiotics started. Bed ready. Let's move him. Infections can lead to a deadly chain reaction in your body called sepsis. Very quickly, sepsis can cause tissue damage, organ failure, and even death. If you know the risks, can spot the symptoms, and act fast, then you can get ahead of sepsis. Learn more at cdc.gov sepsis. My muscles ached. I was tired all the time. My son had a full-blown asthma attack. It came out of nowhere. The unsettling thing about some symptoms is... I had a fever and these terrible headaches. You don't always know what's causing them. It was Lyme disease from a tick bite. I had Zika virus from a mosquito. He had a reaction to cockroach allergens. Threats to your health can come from unexpected places. Get the facts. Visit pestworld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. It's the Florida Roundtable, and despite recent layoffs, a new report has found that the demand for emerging tech talent is surging. We're talking surging, more than 200% since 2016. But the global tech workforce is still expected to have a shortage. Oh, no. By 2023, we're going to be short tech workers, about 4.3 million. So this is a big issue. Let's talk about it with my guest, Elsa Burns. She is the SVP of Recruitment and Workforce Partnerships. Hello, Elsa. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you for having me, Melissa. Certainly. So can you tell me about Reverture and what the organization does? Absolutely. Reverture um, enables tech talent with industry-leading skills. It accelerates enterprise success and individual careers. We're the largest employer of emerging tech talent. We've created job opportunities for over 10,000 software engineers across 55 tech disciplines with diverse backgrounds, which is key, and that's something we're very proud of. Well, combating this shortage should be easy, right? Everybody can get technology and get the background. This, there's a way, right? There's a pathway, isn't there, from high school right on into the tech jobs? No, there really isn't at this moment, is there? So <laughs> what do you think? That's right. Yeah, yeah there isn't. So what there, are we going to do? Isn't. What are we going to yeah, do? Yeah, there, there isn't a, a pathway, but there there is a shift happening and due, due to the shortage. So the pathways exist. Um, the problem is many don't understand that that pathway um, exists, and that's exactly what Rubberture does. We we enable um, talent um, across that pathway 
um, and we enable enterprises to accelerate um, with that talent. So, um, Reviture, you know, we really believe in aptitude and attitude, and a lot of employees are still focused on um, attacking tier one institutions and computer science graduates um, only. And what we've learned and found um, with our 10,000 alumni is that talent exists everywhere. So we recruit across 700 universities nationally. We have robust partnerships with community colleges because associate degree candidates have proven time over time that they also have the aptitude. They need the skills, the training, the support to get there. And we've done that. This is good stuff. We're talking with Elsa Burns. She's the SVP of Recruitment and Workforce Partnerships at Reviture. And how long have you been there? I've been with Reviture for uh, about three and a half years now. Now, where would you come from? What, what kind of a background? Prior to Reviture, I had about 13 years experience in the ed tech space. I was with the largest online program management um, organization, uh, Pearson, at that time, and I over oversaw a portfolio of university accounts, and we stood up um, online degree programs for non-traditional students. So this was a, a happy place um, to land to focus on non-traditional talent and providing opportunities for them. Fantastic. So here's the skinny kids. If you're listening along with the home game, you know that we've been talking about these uh, jobs that are out there that are available, but we got to get a way to build, like we said before, the word pathway did come to mind. But tech talent shortages are going to be a, a big thing. So if you're listening out there and you've got kids or grandkids and they're thinking, uh, I don't know what I want to do, should we push them in the uh, tech arena? And if so, Elsa, how do we get them uh, set up properly? Yeah, great question, Melissa. Um, you know, I think every everyone's uh, pathway is is unique and I like to call it a journey right it's your journey towards a career in tech and it can be really really intimidating if you've never thought about that pathway um, we're really developing software engineers future software engineers at Reviture um, and if you're a psychology major as you could imagine that's extremely intimidating and think about how how you get there but that's we've we've done that we've we've taken a psychology major who's now a software engineer at a Fortune 500 company um, and doing very, very well. So I think, you know, start with research. I would start with the research to find pathways that allow you to get there. There's a ton of free training online to get um, your code and skills up. There are a ton of organizations like Reviture and others that are providing the free training and pathway because they believe that the aptitude and attitude is really um, what matters. So not boxing yourself out and taking the time to do some research and to do diligence to find that right pathway for you. Perfect. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Elsa Burns talking about tech talent, the shortages, and the job opportunities created because. You've been listening to the Florida Roundtable, a news and public affairs presentation of the Florida News Network. The views and opinions expressed during this program are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of this station's management, ownership, or sponsors.